My mom yeah. had the most, the best insult about us. Oh, mom's just she destroyed. just drilled us. Yes. You hear what she said yeah, the other day? She yeah. goes, "You know, you guys, you and Kara are great." She's like, "You guys are like the one percent without being the one percent." <laughs> <laughs> Man of the year, man of the year, man of the year. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. So Matt, uh, as you know, my uh, my dad is a toy salesman. Yeah. Oh man. Tickle, <laughs> Tickle Me Elmo was the rage of Plainview. Tickle Me Elmo pay for college. Uh, my dad's worked for toy companies his entire career. And he's worked for really big companies. And he's also worked for small companies. But there was a brief period where he worked on his own. I didn't know that. His own little private consulting type thing. And he made business cards. And the business cards read, Al Cairo, vice president. Of his own company. <laughs> right? Wait, and, what? <laughs> just blew my right, mind. Right. There's, there's something clever about and, this. No, me and my sister were like, well, why you, why you say vice president? You can do whatever you want. He goes, well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm the vice president. <laughs> okay, so I have so many thoughts. <laughs> yeah. One is, was he thinking that... Uh, it would be weird for it, it, it to say president, like a president doesn't walk around with cards at all. Was that the logic of like, you know, a president doesn't yeah. need the cards. Like yeah, yeah, president yeah. is not out there peddling. You know, like Joe Biden is like, right, yeah, yeah, president. Yeah. Yeah, like vice president, <laughs> gotta go peddle his wares. <laughs> I think it was because like, when he was at Mattel, he was like the VP of sales. Mm. So he just thought of himself. He, he was like, I, you know what? I should, people won't believe I've gotten a promotion. He's yeah. like, I'm a, I'm a vice president. Yeah. Now we have to be careful what we say about that. No, no, we no, won't no, get exactly. Yeah. We can delete that. No, yeah. no, no, no uh, it's fine. It's, just, it's funny. No, I know. We're thinking, how, why did he not put SVP? Yeah. I don't even think SVP was a thing back then. Yeah. I feel like that's a new category that got created for all the mediocrity and the, like the bloat, the corporate bloat, right? Like, cause there were like so many VPs and then people are like, well, I'm never going to be president. I right? can't even keep track. Is EVP better than Oh, yeah. Now there's EVP. That's now that's high. higher. He goes vice. So vice president is basically like if you're in the military, like private at this yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> right. SVP is like right. colonel. Yeah. And EVP is like general. Yeah. You mean you have no idea the no military idea. Yeah, ranks. Yeah, yeah. Was that right? I don't know. When they say like, oh, CNN's like brigadier general is going to come on. Like, I don't know. What well, they that's mean. why they, 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 nobody knows what yeah. brigadier general is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the point being is that you can make your own titles in this world. Ooh. And I realize in our company that we're building here, the only one who has a title is Theo. Producer, Producer. Theo. What's our title? Producer. Well, I'm going to bestow titles Ooh. on us right now. Hit me. We're both going to be CFOs, Chief Friendship Officers. Yes. Beep, oh, beep, beep, beep. You, I won't do it. You don't have to do it. I love yeah. this. Chief Friendship Officers. CFOs, baby. And I think that we should take the title of Chief Friendship Officer or CFO and encourage our listeners and our friends to apply it to their own lives. I think that everyone should be the CFO of their own life. I like it. And I like it a lot. <laughs> it's really about- And I want them to have cards. Yeah, no, no, we're going to have cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once, we need, once we get a real CEO, because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Oh, right. We're going to need a CEO. I yeah. think part of this is because neither of us have CEO abilities. No, we're, we're really- <laughs> we've, we've got, we got big EVP energy. Right, yeah. We have- yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about like, they, they always go like, oh, you know, you should start a company with somebody they got. We do have different skills, but yeah. neither of us have the CEO skill. I don't want right? it. In an ideal world, you're supposed to have one guy who has the yeah. business set to a lawyer and a finance guy with no nary a business set. Right, right. Like in WeWork, it was like the the, the guy and then like the crazy guy. Right. We're, we're, we're sort of neither. No, we're yeah. neither. Yeah, we're yeah. Ne- we, have, we do have complementary skill sets, just yes. not useful ones. Yes. We complement <laughs> each other in ways that doesn't matter. Um, I love this. CFOs. So I want to talk about being the chief friendship officer of your own life, which is um, also another way of being intentional mm-hmm. with your friendships, which is the basis of the whole podcast. Yeah. So I thought maybe we talked today about um, you know what it means to be the CFO of your life and how you can implement some CFO strategies. Now, one thing I wanted to start with, you said something really interesting yesterday. Yes, I did. No <laughs> idea what it was. Do you not know yeah, what you- every day I say something. <laughs> something we're not. That- of, of all my stupid ideas, <laughs> one of them is a gem. Well, we were sort of talking about like in everyone's friend group is different, like unique like a snowflake, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like you sort of Working with your friend group is going to be different than me working with yes. my friend group. What I specifically said, yeah, now yeah, I remember this, yeah. was that, you know, I, I think everybody has to remember that they are the center of their universe. Right. And sometimes that gets lost in people's sort of passiveness and sort of their role in the friend group or whatever. And then you're kind of in somebody else's friend orbit and you haven't intentionally chosen your own and your aims are not going to be the same. Right. So we, we always, we, we want to be the the main character Exactly. Yeah. It's not whether you want to be or not. Like you can choose to kind of be like a background actor in your own life, but you're not. I think it's called an NPC. An NPC. Yeah. yeah. You could choose, but you're actually not. You're actually the main right. character. Right. You are the main character in your story, whether you choose to be or not. It's probably better off for the outcome of the rest of your life if you choose to be the main character. Yeah. So one of the roles of, of, a, of a real CFO Oh God, I have no idea what they do. <laughs> By the way, we should say you were a corporate lawyer. I was in, uh, on Wall Street, so we should know some no, of this we should, stuff. No, we do. I'm, I'm, we we play down our intelligence because we don't want to sound too elite. 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 My mom yeah. had the most, the best insult about us. Oh, mom's just she destroyed. just drilled us. Yes. You hear what she said yeah, the other day? She yeah. goes, "You know, what? you guys, you and Kara are great." She's like, "You guys are like the one percent without being the one percent." <laughs> Dude, that's fucking... Ellen knifed me in the chest. Just knifed. I'm like, mom, can you buy me some jeans from Bloomies? (laughs) So she's like, you're like the 1% without the wealth. wealth. She was like, you're elitist scum without the money. Right. Well, at least we know what the uh, cold open of this pod is going to be. Shout out to Ellen. That was hilarious. And true. But um, auditing, right? Auditing is very important for a CFO. And something that I wanted to bring up, we haven't talked about in a while on this show, is your social universe, your, so, your social inventory, and your social fitness, which yeah. are, I think they're sort of becoming muddled of all the same thing. Okay, why don't we clarify yeah. it for the audience? Yeah. So social fitness is our ultimate goal, which is exercising your social fitness, being mindful of your relationships, your friendships, watering them, and just being aware of them. Right. And then one of the components of social fitness would be... Um, what, what now I'm saying is audit, but taking your social inventory, which is like, who are my friends? Right. Who are they? What are right. my relationships with them? Right. Which ones need work? Which yeah. ones don't need work? Yeah. So which we, ones are serving me? Which ones aren't serving me? Yeah. And so we said a, a while back that a good time to do this is on your birthday, which I just had, and I was able to do this. Yes. So as we know, I'm a little bit of an extreme example, but I have a spreadsheet of yes. all my friends. Yes. And when I was inviting them to my birthday, that, that sort of mentally went down and said, like, who haven't I seen? Well, I'm very interested in this because yeah. we started the podcast 
and neither of us had a birthday since we started the pod. Right. And so I'm curious if all the things we've talked about in the pod filtered into like who you invited, like did it change the way you looked at like your friendship universe? At specifically with regards to your birthday? Yeah, I was definitely more mindful of it. You know, you see people that are on the list every year. Right. And you're like, I have not seen them since the last birthday. Right. And now, to your point, Matthew, that could either mean one of two things. I need to reach, reach out. out. I need to be, I need to better be a friend. Or maybe this is wilting. And maybe it should be wilting. Maybe right. it's not serving you. Maybe there's a season for cleaning out the closet of friendship. And right. Going shopping for some new friends. Yeah. So actually, let's 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 put a pin in the auto for one yeah. second because this leads me to the another CFO responsibility, which is obviously I went on ChatGPT and said what is what does, what does the CFO do? do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, allocating resources. Oh. And this is something you've been touching on the past few episodes, which is like, okay, we have especially your dad, new dad. Yeah. You have finite resources. Oh, Jesse has made that very clear. <laughs> so when there's a friend who, okay, they're not inner circle, they're floating right. towards the outer rim. That's a variable cost. Right. That's a that's variable a, cost. That's an expenditure that's not a right. fixed monthly. Which ones can we... Right. Actually, Jesse and I did a financial audit recently of our okay. spending. Oh, and we Jesus. Looked at some I can only things. imagine. Oh, God. Wait, what, what was it on? Was it an Excel, Google Excel. Docs? Excel or well, like Google, Google Sheets? It's the same thing. Google Sheets. She yeah. uses Google Sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. and, and she highlighted the ones that she thought we could chop. We're going to get off topic, but I have a thousand questions. One of them being Soho House. Uh, uh, oh. Is it, is it done? No. Yeah, I haven't agreed to it. Right, right, this right. was our first convo. But a, a, a financial audit, like you have a credit card, yeah. but the credit card is just a number every yeah. month. So you had to actually go into the statements. We broke it down by type of thing. So like we didn't go into every restaurant, but we went into all. But I'm saying you went into Yeah, Amex. so the credit card, so right. our credit card now does yeah, that where same. it divides right. it up. Restaurants, got it. lodging, whatever. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So you saw one was a real peak. Yeah, there were a few, there were a few that were like, eh, yeah. you know, the Hamptons house, so house, oh, anything right. house. Yeah, anything everything house. house. Yeah. Anything with the word house. This house, that yeah, house. Yeah, everything yeah. with the word house in it was. And uh, you end up in the doghouse. Yeah, doghouse. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, I am in the, kind of in the doghouse, yeah. but you know, you when you start breaking it down that way, I think it's relevant because, well, first of all, my life's going to get a lot less fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's relevant for this because yes, when you're talking about these floating friends, it's like oh, when you're talking about allocation of resources, right. it's like what is really important. What is really important because this podcast is trying to be serious about what is important, what is intentional to make your relationship, friendship, universe serve you. And we had this great listener question recently about the guy who some of the friends were not really there for him. Yeah. And he had another group of friends. Well, right. that's allocating resources. Totally. Bandwidth, mental resources. Right. This is separate from like, hey, I should be friends with this person. I shouldn't be friends with this person. This is just like, hey, if you're looking at it like you're a CFO. Right. Like just separate from making individual decisions, just big picture CFO, like where am I allocating my friendship energy? Right. Not just time, energy. And I think I used the word intentional before, but another word that I want to use was mindful. Mm. Like this is this is an important part of a man's life. Yeah. So we need to treat it as such. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm looking at the people who don't ever come to the birthday, part of me was like, well, throw an invite out anyway. Right. And part of me was like, all right, let's delete. Yeah. I over-invite just out of uh, like the insecurity slash like narcissism of like needing to be surrounded by a massive 
throng of strangers who barely know me who think I'm cooler than I am. <laughs> I don't want to just be yeah. surrounded by the people that really know right, me. No, right, right, right. not just my real friends. No. Um, oh, wait, that just reminded me of something. Oh, over-inviting. Now, the Matt Ritter, uh, the Matt Ritter, God, what's the word? Not rule, but what's the Matt, the Matt Ritter like theory of the mm. case? Over-inviting costs you nothing. Right. Is that, do you still stand by that? Yeah, no, I still stand by for, for big party, for big birthday yeah. gatherings. Yeah, it's yeah. like, because uh, for me, it's like at my core, I'm like also a, a pleaser. I like to make sure everybody's having fun. Right. And like, I'm always like worried that there aren't going to be enough like single people there to hang yeah. out, like all these stupid thoughts. Right. I mean, just no single people. No, I know. And right. I feel like, uh, I invited some of the actor people last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I try, I try. Yeah. For you, I was thinking about yeah. you. Yeah. But the thing is, you, you invite those 10 over invites and they're probably one of them come, which is, which is. Yeah. Fun. Well, I think what I'm hoping to happen when I do that is like, I'm going to make a decision on whether I'm going to intentionally bring them closer to my circle or not. Right. I sort of use those times to kind of refresh myself. And I think that's probably what you do too yeah. with your birthday, which is what you're talking about, of like refreshing of like. Do I want to be friends with this person? Yeah. Or like if they don't right. show up, am I friends with this person? That's a simple one. Like, okay, they've made that decision simple. They don't show up. And, and, and a friendship audit is also important because you are taking stock of how good a friend you've been. Mm. You know, I missed this guy's birthday. Right. Right. You know, it's I two would, ways, right? Yeah. You're auditing yourself, right? I like what you're saying about auditing yourself, right? Again, we're going, you're the CFO of your life, right? You're the chief friendship officer of your life. It's nobody else's responsibility to make you a good friend. Right. Right. So both ways to me, it's nobody's responsibility to be a good friend to you. And it's nobody's responsibility for you to be a good friend. But when you create an environment, if you're doing your audit and you're creating an environment like, oh, you know what? I got to spend time, I got to allocate resources to these friends who show up for me for the friends that I know I can call when I need something or the friends I can call when I'm excited about something, right? The people who won't be jealous of my wins, right? The people who won't be dismissive of my wins or, you know, won't be empathetic enough. Sometimes you need more, more empathy as you get older and, you know, the ups and downs of life. But I also was thinking, just side note, I feel like I, I get bombarded with on Instagram, maybe it's like self-selecting. I get bombarded with all these influencers or like entrepreneur stuff and also gurus, right? About health and fitness or whatever and all this stuff. And they're all like, oh, you know, you have to do these things to make a million bucks or you have to do this thing to become in great shape. And like, I keep going back to the thing of what we're doing is more important. Like, this is it. Your your partners and your friends and your social fitness. It's not just about the science of making you live longer. It's just it's just the people who have that part down right are just happier in life. That's what it's about. You live once. You want to be happy. It starts with your relationships. It doesn't start with you know you becoming a billionaire. Like I honestly, well, friendship billionaire does. Mm. Friends first, finances second. Yes. Um, one of the things that you were, were sort of mentioning, one of the tenets of the podcast, yeah. be the friend. Yeah. And and being the CFO of your life is another way of saying like, you need to be- The friend to yourself. Yeah. Oh, I also think like, I, 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 I don't want to be cocky about it, but it's like, if you're spending two hours listening to Instagram influencers about money stuff, then like spend an hour listening to somebody. If it's not us, listen to somebody about- how to have better friendships because you're going to be better off. If you look back at those two things, I guarantee if you listen to this pod every week for a year or you listen to 
some finance pod every day for a year, like your overall life will be better if you listen to us. Wow, bold statement. Bold statement. Bold statement. Um, can we just talk for a moment about uh, doing a friendship audit for those of our listeners who have, you know, a bit of a more modest crew? Like, is it still important if, Yes, you know? yes. And I sometimes feel, you know, we do get some messages of like, oh, you know, I'm not like you guys. I don't have a lot of friends. I have one friend or I have no friends or I have two friends. And, you know, I don't want you guys to feel like this isn't for you or we're not talking to you. We are talking to you. We're just referencing it from our own perspective, but we are, you know, trying to get inside the minds of all of our listeners and all of their different friendship dilemmas and to work those out. And if you have a small crew, I almost think it's even more important. Yeah. You know, like if you have two friends that are serving you well, like treasure that first of all. Yeah. And you should still always be looking for ways to improve it. We can all you know, improve our, our social fitness. Um, but also again, our podcast is about like, you don't need to have 10 friends, but if you have one, you could probably have another one. You're probably in the market for another one. And it's not as difficult as it may seem. By the way, someone did message me once, like, you know, you guys have a lot of friends, like, how am I going to learn anything? I'm like, would you rather get friendship advice from someone who has no friends? Totally. <laughs> I mean, totally. You know, we we understand. We're, yeah, we like understand. We, we as I said, we're friendship billionaires. Yeah, we, we know what we're talking. We're about. rich in friends. Yeah. Um. So you brought up if you only have a couple friends, you know, be, being mindful of those relationships. Another job of a CFO is is scheduling. Mm. Um. Your quarterlies, your calendar. And um, one thing we haven't talked about in so long, which is the, literally the bedrock of the pod, is rituals yes. and traditions. So by rituals and traditions, we mean literally anything from what me and Matt and our buddies have, which is once a year we have a gigantic dinner and give out a trophy, to third Thursday of the month, you get beers with your buddies. Book club. Wine club. Mom walks. Ultimate Frisbee games. Mm. Fantasy football. Mm. Uh, golf outing. Yeah. Anything that recurs. Yes. Because what we're trying to do is take out, a lot of our, our listeners are like, well, I haven't seen my friends in a while. Let's take out the guesswork. Right. Watch The Real Housewives at their house. I just, I just saw The Real Housewives yeah, live. Yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, you Fireball did. Adam took me to see The Real Housewives of Orange County. Are you in the inner circle yet of The Housewives? I would love that. I mean, one of The Housewives, Shannon something or other, Shannon Storm something, she looked at all my stories. Should we get her on the pod? And I, But the last story I said, I don't know who these people are. Well, we don't, but we want to. I think that's why- well, I think it's better to be honest with them. Don't be like, oh, I know all your stuff. I, what I will say is, and, and our friends are reality junkies. fans, Bravo junkies. I have no idea who the Real Housewives are. I don't know anything about anything. I don't know who anybody is. They put on this show and it was it was pretty good. Damn it. Like, are they, they better than us at stand-up? <laughs> Damn it. That's a great response. <laughs> I think you would have appreciated it because they clearly worked on it. Like yeah. they had choreography, they danced, and they were in on the joke. Yeah. You have and to be. that, I was like, yeah. you know, we'd hate when people are not in on the joke. Yeah. You got to be in on it. So they're totally in on it. They're totally, I mean, they're making coin. Wow. But. We should be friends with some of them. I feel like yeah. that would add to We're our circle. We're working our way into it. To have of. some housewives in our circle. Yeah. That would be, that would be fun. Also, like, aren't they, their whole thing is friendship, right? So maybe we should get two of the housewives who beef. Well, you know on. what these three housewives are called that we went to see. The Trace Amigas. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, but what we're saying is with your buddies, create a ritual. Yes. Even if it's literally, you know, every two weeks, once a month, we're going to watch Monday Night Football. Right. Put it in the calendar. Right. And also, and, I, and Matt, tell me what you think about this. If there are significant others involved, 
tell them this is what's happening. Right. So then someone's gonna be like, well, Bob said I can't go today. Right. You see, like how I use the same sex. Yeah. Spouse yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or Jill said I can't right. go. No, it's yeah. in the calendar yeah. because as we've said many times, like Jess, your wife is very aware of our rituals and traditions. She respects it because she knows she needs you out of the house. She yes. knows friendship is important to your yes. husband. But also the, the other thing is if you don't tell them, like a lot of the people who are listening to this pod are struggling and they have a partner, they're letting their partner guide their whole relationship universe and they're just hanging out with their partner's choice of people to hang out with. And that may not be what you need. You may not just need your wife's friend's husband. That may not be the guy that you right. need. You may not, you know, you may need a guy or a girl that does the activities you like or just has the same values as you into the same TV shows you're into. And that's what you want to, you know, talk about. So another uh, interesting metric I wanted to talk to you about, it, real CFOs uses KPIs, key performance mm. indicators okay. or metrics. Oh, we're really getting deep into we're the get, numbers. We're I getting like deep, which is like, what could be a friendship KPI if you're the CFO of your own life that you could you know, say to yourself, oh, I, I had a good month, I had a good year. Okay, so have I reached out to X number of my friends? Check-ins. How many check-ins, right? I think that's yeah. an easy one. How many check-ins have I done this month? Because you know these people who are like out of work and they always tend to do this when they're out of work. They don't do it when they have a job, but they're out of work and they go, I'm going to have a coffee a day. I'm going to like oh, yeah. do all the meetups. Like you could also be doing that while you're employed, right? You know, so it's like a lot of times we just wait till our life is in the dumps and we're like, damn, I got to do some outreach, you know? Not that your life is in the dumps if you don't have a job, but I just think that we we always wait till we're at this like critical moment. We're like, oh my God, all these people I know, I've never reached, I'd never reach out to them, right? It's like, well, if we do KPIs, where it's like, hey, check in with three friends a month. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I'm just making up an arbitrary yeah, number, yeah. you know? Well, you just that just reminded me, you're talking about the people who have those those coffees. You know, like um, in our younger days, or even still now, people who are dating and they're on a mission, they're like, I have three J dates, I go to the same bullet thing. I was never able to really do that. I'm actually kind of jealous of people who are like, I'm on a mission. I know a lot of women who have successfully gotten married to good people. And it's not like, I think some people are dismissive of that mentality. They think it's like too- um, It's not like romantic. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yes. Some people think it's not romantic. And I actually think those partners who have been very thoughtful and intentional about what they were looking for, and they didn't do it randomly. They knew exactly what they were looking for. A lot of people think it's not romantic, but as you get older, you go, oh, they were smart. Yeah. I see a lot of people now going, I want, actually, I want her advice. I have a couple of family members that were like really intentional and smart. And it's like now a lot of other women go get their advice. They're like, what did they do right? Because they chose a good partner for them, not just like, oh, I wanted to, you know, get married at X age. So I, I look at it like, and maybe that's the thing about friendship too, right? Like it hasn't worked in 2023 to just leave it to chance. And this isn't just dating, right? This is friendship too. It's not working anymore. It's not working to just leave it to chance. Like, oh, I'll, I'll have friends, right? It's like, no, you won't. You're in your forties. Like you're busy. You won't have, you may not have friends if you're not intentional about it. Yeah. Um, a few other KPIs I thought of, tell one of your buddies you love him. Mm-hmm. That's like, hard. Once a year? Yeah. Once or six months? Yeah. I mean, I told you- I initially already would, I already like- <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah I, I, I was like, old my, my heart went yeah. stone. That was old Matt. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I like it, but again, yeah. I want to relate to you. I know that there's so many people out there that have a hard time with the emoting aspect of it. And I don't want to say that that has to be like a core piece of- 
you know, making sure you're doing your chief. Well, I think we can, I think I, 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 uh, I think showing gratitude in whatever way. Yeah. But I'm saying, you don't have have to say I love you yet. Well, they can start with thank you. Yes. Because it's a gateway. Thanks is a gateway emotion. I just want to say, I, 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 I can't think of the word. I have a higher, uh, I have higher expectations. Yeah. No. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Tell one friend you love them. Every yeah. Listen, quarter. if you're listening to this pod right now, yeah. guys, I know you have a best friend or yeah. a buddy that you haven't said I love you to in a minute or ever. Should I'm with that? you, Kira. I'm yeah. sorry. I love you. Yeah. I'm saying it now and we say that all every episode, but I just, yeah. it's funny. Old Matt went to like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I want to make guys do that. Because you know what? Your buddy's going to write back. I love you too, man. Yeah. That was weird. Why'd you text me in the middle of the day? That's no, great. Yeah. It's great. I like it. What else you got? Boys trip or, or girls trip or some sort of friend trip that is just more than just going to the bar and overnight golf trip. I like it. It can be a day trip. Anything. Yeah. I, I agree. Out of town. Yeah. It could be a date, but it's just got to be like slightly out of town. I do like a day trip. Yeah. There and back. From LA where we live. Yeah. You can hit like 10 different cool day trips where you could be back same day. And then uh, another, the last thing I was thinking for a CFO that a CFO does is long-term planning. Mm. So CFO, a company is not only looking at KPIs in this quarter or next quarter, or next year, but five, 10 years. Down oh, line. that's good. And we haven't really talked no. about long-term planning for friendship. Well, we know where we're going to be in 50 years, Lugers. Yeah. Well, we know where because we're going to be on, set that, it up. on one day of the year. No, but that yes. has helped build out our entire friendship stability. And yeah. that's why we talk about traditions. Like They are important to plant that flag in the, in the ground because it makes it so much easier for the upkeep. And yeah. then you've got your text chain and all that other stuff. But I love this long-term. What are some long-term goals? Like you want to... like. Would be like moving closer to your friends. Is that is that a strange? I like that. Goal? I like when friends move closer to each other. We've had a lot there moving to the Oaks. Yeah, the Oaks blokes. Sherman Shout Oaks. out to the Oaks. The blokes. Oaks blokes. Um, could it? No, be? I, yeah. I think your goal should be uh, to maintain or increase the closeness that you feel towards your friends. Right. I think that could be a long term one. Yeah. Growing with your friends, being more accepting of your friends. I think that's a big one. Yeah. Letting them, what we talk about, letting them, you know, grow and accepting that. Be, be more accepting. Your friends could be a big long-term one. Celebrating them longer term, like as you get older, you know, like be more uh, open to just like send your friend a gift every year. It doesn't even have to be on the birthday. Like I said, I send books out to my friends now. So we have shared experiences. Still, uh, still never gotten a book. Yeah. He's illiterate. He's illiterate. He reads <laughs> anime. Written seven books. He goes, you can't, children's, you can't write. Children's books. Children's and- I know. Meanwhile, we're like trying to write stuff together right now. <laughs> so you can't write for shit anyway. You want to come over and write this pilot? I'm like, no, actually, Carol, you, you make this good. I, I, give him a, I dump him a draft of something. Um, what about even just seeing friends who don't live in your oh i like that so you're saying long-term goals like making sure you actually physically see a person that doesn't live in your city yeah at certain junctures because you're not you're not going to florida every year but every few years you got to do something meet in the middle i like that so for our listeners who have close friends in other cities try to start planning for the long term for the longevity of your friendship I, I was just talking to a law school buddy about this. We have no law school tradition. Uh-huh. And he just emailed me. That reminded me, I have to put us on a chain and go, hey guys, can we just try to plan an every year, or every couple of years thing where we get together? Because we live Florida, Connecticut, LA. Yeah. Uh, I have one hack on that, mm. uh, which is that on purpose, on purpose, on purpose, on purpose, <laughs> on purpose, okay, fly somewhere with a layover. 
see the friend in the layover. Oof, layovers. No, 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 <laughs> but it's, it's, you're doing it. So remember we went, we, we did. Oh, you mean a multiple day layover? Not like, no. I hang out for, get, leave the airport for a couple so hours? So remember we had our 40th birthday trip to Jacksonville? Yes. On the way back, there was no way to get back direct. That's correct. I had an eight hour layover in Denver. So my, my buddy Rob. Okay. Should you be planning layover hangs? I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm sold on this. Okay, one. okay, I'm here for the debate. Layover, I just I hate. Even if you, I hate layover. Of course, layover. But even a layover, I hate leaving the airport. I hate it. Yeah, but you know, what if you're? I'm shocked that you're into this. Well, that one, Mister Efficient. That one, I had, there was no choice. Yeah. But like you know, if you're going to Europe, and sometimes you can't, you have to yeah. stop. Well, we're doing that for this summer. We're stopping in New Jersey first. We're doing something called a sip and see. Have you heard of this? Sip and see. Yeah. S E E. Yeah. Hold on, let me guess. Is it wine related? Okay. Sip and see. Sip and see how much you could drink. I don't know. Sip and see the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's apparently that's a thing. Oh, that's a real thing. You yeah, that's that. a thing. Yeah. I had never heard of that before. So uh, her Jess's cousin. Jen is hosting a sip and see for okay. us. So for all of our people on the East Coast, because we're going to be out on the island, we're right. not going to get to see everybody. So they're all, they're all going to come there. But it is like our little layover. So we, we planned our trip before the house is open for us, our rental house. Right. We're stopping and staying there for a couple of days. So kind of like what you're talking about. So you, you literally, if you Google sip and see, that's a real thing. Yep. Oh, I just heard of this. Hey, we're learning. Yeah, sip and see. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. mean, wine and seeing babies. That's like my two favorite activities. Dude, you're in. Yeah, sip I and love see, it. Sip and see guy. Um, can I ask you this? Yes. Did you think about the other job of a CFO that I think is very relevant for friendship? Laundering money? Hiding crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were on to it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, I mean, that's a... If, if anything, if we're talking about CFOs, like yeah. French chief French, like, why did I do? How did I know that? Yeah, yeah, because we've because you've done it for me. Yeah, yeah, that's you've laundered very, my baggage. That's very true. That's yeah, very true. Yes, oh my God. I mean it's free. Hotel laundering is very expensive, you know. Yeah, but friendship laundering free. As the CFO, you will be called upon to launder every once in a while. Yeah, to put aside Cover your scruples, up. your morals. Cover up, bury those bodies. You know, and oh, I'm going to do a movie uh, reference. Boiler room. Oh yeah, but you remember like the, the compliance. I remember officer? every scene in that movie. You know, yeah. he goes back in and late at night, he's just shredding shit. Yeah, yeah, that's the shredder. Yeah, yeah the, you're the you're the shredder. Yeah, you are the shredder. You have you have the most paper. Everybody's always asking you for paper. Yeah, you're the guy who controls the paper supply. Yeah, if you're if you're the CFO, you may be called on to do some do yeah. some friendship. That's real friendship. Yeah, so well, I guess we're real close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we uh, should we take a yes. question? Asking for a friend. Guys, this is asking for our friend. We will answer your friendship questions and ethical dilemmas. Send us your questions to Instagram slash Man of the Year podcast, and we'll answer them on the show. Matt, what do we got today? So this is an interesting one. I got this question and it's kind of the opposite of most of the questions we get. We get a lot of questions about like, oh, I just moved to this new city. I don't know anybody. I don't know anything. I don't know what to do. I'm a lost puppy. Mm -hmm. This one's the opposite. I'm an old dog. Everybody moved away. Okay. This is a, a, a woman who all of her friends moved out of New York. Mm. So she's in her 30s. She said, my friends either moved to the suburbs or moved to new cities. I literally, she said, my literal core group is all gone. And she said, my coworkers are not the same age. Like, I really don't know what to do. She said she's actually been listening to the pod and she's been trying to figure out what her third place is. Uh, so she was like, help. She basically was like, help. I leave it to you guys. Uh, it's interesting too, just thinking about Manhattan because all of our friends, including us, used to live in Manhattan. Right now, nobody does. And it's shocking to me. We never covered this on the pod because we always talk about the one way of like, oh, yeah. I'm moving, I'm moving, I moved. She, everybody else moved. Yeah, somebody stayed. 
Somebody's left behind. I wonder if that has some also um, kind of a, a mental health effect where it's one thing if you move to a new place and you don't know anyone. Right. It's another thing if everyone left and you feel like you've been abandoned. Well, I do think there's a bit of an abandonment feeling, yeah. but I also think nobody's been thinking about the, this topic. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever, and it's also like nobody's looking out for these people. So I think as a podcast, I think I want to say this to our listeners can we all kind of look out for those people too? Because we've been talking about, hey, if you have somebody who's moving to a new city, like friends of friends, let it let people know that you're in the market for a new friend. Let's not forget that if nine of us lived in New York and eight of us moved out, that one person is now essentially in a city by themselves. Do you remember what our catchphrase is when you're letting people know that you're in the market for friends? Do you know anyone? Do you know anyone? Do you know anyone? Yeah. So that still applies here. Do you yeah. know anyone? But I think the onus is a little bit on this listener yeah. to be the friend and you are maybe treat it like you are moving to a new city, except you have a huge advantage. I was, I was literally going to say that. Oh, hit me with it. I mean, you, you, you're, you know everything about the city. You're the coolest. Yeah. You are the freshman, you know, somebody moves to your school. You're that freshman who knows all the spots and like, I'll show you kid. Come on. You know, it's like when you moved into the dorm freshman year, there was a kid, the IT guy had moved in two weeks earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I know every, I got it all. I got all, I got it all. I got this city wired. He helped kid. you move through your couch. Or totally. Whatever. And then like six months in the freshman year, your mom's like, how's Jimmy? You're like I never saw him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in this case, you're the cool one. Yeah. You have so many advantages. You know, all the spots. You know the good restaurants, the good wine bars, where the comedy clubs are. How do you are. use that to your advantage, though? <sighs> That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you, you, you can use it to your advantage. Here's how. Well, we're saying you have to be the friend. So when you go to figure out what your third place is or if yeah. it's a work if you friend. Encounter, sorry, if you encounter a new person, boom, right. you're yeah. the mentor. If you encounter a friend that, a, if you encounter yeah. a potential friend, yeah. suggest that you're going to a place and they should come along. Well, no, we don't like the oh, suggesting. No. We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You know, we're going to the, I don't know why I said the Empire yeah. State Building, yeah. the one place that everybody knows. Yeah. You should know the cool things, right? If you've been in New York for a long time, you know a lot of things that are not in Zagats, Zagats. Yeah. Is that even a Fodders, Fodders. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody knows. Time Out, New York. Do we is even that still want a thing? Theo to look up? My, my yeah. comedy show in 2009 was Time Out's funniest. Was it? I don't know. One of them. Was it? I don't know. Time out? Yeah, I think I, it was I, in I think I think I would remember. I know your credits. No, 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 no. That Rouge Wine Bar, that that Denial Sundays. Oh, okay. Time out. Okay, cool. Um, so I think that's a, you know, you you gotta use the like, I know this city like the back of my hand to your advantage. Right. right. But just I mean, that's just like a thing. But in terms of the friend making, I still think you gotta find your third place. Um, you can let your work friends know you're in the market or yeah. make them a potential work friend. I know the age gap can be tricky. Listen, you know who knows people? Other people. Yeah. Like if the 20 somethings, I'm assuming she's older, but it could be the other way. Yeah. She said she was mid thirties. The 20 somethings are going to happy hour. Go to the 20 something happy hour. There's a million people. Right. Right. Don't feel insecure about your age. I would say that's a huge one. Yeah. Don't feel insecure about your age. But, but also- Cairo hangs out with people half his age. <laughs> but they know they have brothers. They yeah. have bosses. Yes. I agree. After a certain age, it's all, we're all in the same mush of just trying to not be lonely. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else is a gr good recommendation for her, uh, making new friends in New York when you've been there for a while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to join some things. If you haven't joined things already, you got to join things. Um, um, yes. Yeah, so you have to find your third place, whether it's with the gym and organization. Two things. One, be confident 
in using the city as your advantage. But two, remember our basic, basic tip. Most people are looking for friends too. Also, I would say if there is an abandonment or sadness there, like you're living in New York City, your friends left, their lives are terrible. <laughs> like moving to the suburbs, you know? Um, do we know what borough? Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's so much going on. Yeah, yeah, there's so much going on and it's a city there. People are constantly moving there, constantly looking. I always say you start neighborhood neighborhood coffee shop. I, I like local. I, that's been my yeah. big thing lately is LA seems so daunting. But when you start going to your neighborhood, you start seeing people. I've made so many friends just in my neighborhood. Dog. She said she has a dog. Oh, huge. You got to use the dog park. You got to use the dog park. And remember, you're not trying to make friends right. off the bat. Right. You're you just, just got to get out. You just surface. Right. Here. So I think the tendency is to wallow in this. Yeah. Everybody left me. I'm just going to stay home and watch Netflix and, you know, eat Doritos or whatever. Uh, one other tip, and you have mentioned this to me, but I haven't forgot to tell you that in the past month, two separate people mentioned this to me. Bumble BFF. Yes. Yes. That's a new app that should be sponsoring us. They should be sponsoring us. It's actually not a new app. It, it's been on Bumble for years. Oh. I think they're spinning it out into its own app. I've had two people just unsolicited say, they, one moved to LA, I can't remember yep. the other one moved, and they, they used it. And they made friends. Yeah, I mean, just for people who don't know, Bumble BFF is just like a dating app, but it's it's for platonic friends. I've noticed a lot of women are using it. Are men using it too? I've only heard from women. Me too. That doesn't mean men aren't or can't use no, it. There I are some other apps out there too. Yeah, because all it is is another way to yeah. meet a person, and then you're just gonna yeah. go. And if you don't like them, then you yeah. don't ever hang out with them again. By the way, your friends who moved out owe you. They have to. They have to like put. They gotta connect. They gotta set you up with somebody in the city too. Yeah, I they agree. abandon you. I agree. Let be me like, hey, who do you know yeah. that's still in the city? Like, you gotta, you gotta set them. I me mean, up. they're living in the suburbs, hating their lives, right. wishing they never left. Yeah. No, we love the suburbs. Suburbs are great too. Yeah. Do we? No, but we have to have a lot of fans. I would say eighty percent of our fans live in the suburbs, so I'd be careful. Okay, it's pretty. You know, they have those like pineapple sex parties. You know that. Uh, you know the pineapple thing. I yes. If you see a pineapple outside their house, yeah, you just knock on the door and go. Orgy? Yeah. You think that's what the suburbs are like? I think so. I don't know. Are <laughs> no, they not? That's what I hear from some of our <laughs> Rosalind listeners. <laughs> Shout out, Brad. All right. So did we answer the question? Yeah, I think so. It? I think so. Well, let us know how it goes. We're happy to help. Use this as a resource. We want to know how your journey yeah. of making new friends goes. Yeah. Remember, you're the cool kid. Yeah, Everybody else cool. is new and moving to the city. They're going to want to be friends with you. Just remember that. Asking for a friend. All right, that was asking for a friend. If you have a friendship question, hit us up on Instagram and we will answer on the show. So, Kira, what did we learn? We learned that you should treat friendship like a job, that you need to be the CFO, the chief friendship officer of your life, which means being intentional, being mindful, and occasionally- Doing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> doing crimes on your friend's behalf. On their behalf. Yes. Right? Not, yeah. If you're doing it on your own for your own personal gain, not as cool. But if you're listening to this podcast now, we want you to just think about as, as you continue on your drive, who can I reach out to? Who can I tell that I miss or I love or I appreciate them? Who can I make plans with? Who can I start a tradition with? Who can I start a tradition or a ritual with? What are my KPIs for the rest mm -hmm. of the year? Mm -hmm. I love it. Theo, do we have anything today? Wait, this is erroneous with Thelonious. Yeah, so the only thing that was tasked with was the Zagat yeah. pronunciation. Zagat. Yeah. Is Correct. it Zagat? Yeah. Shocking. I don't like that. I don't either. Yeah. What about fodders? Foders? 
I think it's photos. Is it photos? Why are they both? Also, nobody has used these things in literally How 10 years. How am I dating myself? Do you this? remember Sheckies? What are Sheckies? What do they use now? They use the internet. They use Yelp. No, that's dating yourself. No, Yelp. Yelp is like 2014. I use Yelp yesterday. Okay, listeners, we settle a debate. Is Yelp still relevant in 2023? Literally, you're going to get a 100% pro me. We will find out. What do you do when you're looking for a restaurant? Not Yelp. What do you look for? Eater LA, loser. Well, this has been about being mindful (laughs) with your friendships, telling that you love them. And uh, well, I usually sign off with be good to yourself, be good to your friends, but maybe I should just go fuck myself. (laughs) No, no, you should look up a restaurant and take me there off Yelp. I love you, Kira. All right. Wait, what? I don't even know. (laughs) Love you, buddy. (laughs) Love you.